What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Can't Bully Me podcast. I bought this crazy-ass man back, Marty. <laughs> I bought him back again, but I also have another guest, my best friend, Ava. Hello. Okay, all right. And see, usually I can see a lot of things going on. Anyway, this episode is going to be what I call a free pod. Right. So on this episode, you're not going to have a facts versus feeling segment. It's just us chopping it up um, and having a good time. And we've already been talking about some shit behind the scenes. And uh, I just want to say that, um, yeah, you can't bully me. So, like, let's just go ahead and lay that foundation of that's why the show is called what it's called. And I think everyone feels that way on here. You can try. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you most definitely can bully us. It's just like, you know, I'm you got to welcome the effort. Like, no, like literally, because I'm a, I'm a Lil Nas X to troll back. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, really? God damn. Hey, Love the lipstick. honorary doctorate in trolling. In trolling. Like, <laughs> I mean, grade A trolling. Like, That's man. a marketing genius. I mean, literally, uh, effortlessly. Um, so the thing that everyone has been talking about for the past two weeks have been the Dave Chappelle, has been the Dave Chappelle clip. And I didn't watch the whole show, um, or pay attention to the whole one. And I love Dave Chappelle. I really, really, really think he is one of the greatest comedians of all time. I think that he's an amazing, amazing storyteller. Um, almost bar none. There are very few people that can really give it up. Like, Dave Chappelle, but I've seen a lot of the critiques. I've seen the things from the trans community. And um, if you're looking for a hot take for me, my take is I'm still learning and I don't know enough. And sometimes it's okay to just say when you really don't know enough, I'm still learning. Did Portia just plead the fifth on us? <laughs> and I don't know enough. So there are hills that people are willing to die on. This ain't one of mine. Um, I just don't know enough. I can't tell people about their experiences. I haven't watched the full special. I watched halfway through because I fell asleep because I have to wake up for work at 4 a.m. Oh and um, yes. And so I didn't see the whole thing. But I know that if people are feeling, if they're feeling like misunderstood, then you do have to take a moment and listen to that. I think that if people are feeling like they're not being seen, you know, I do think that you have to take a moment and listen to that. Um, there's this thing that my mentor used to always say that you'll hear me say a lot on the pod. She always says, don't save me, see me. Don't save me, see me. If you just see me, you'll realize that you don't have to save me. Ooh, that's mm. a so if you just see everything that I am, so I think about those people that are looking for a different job. I think about those people who, you know, are in their marriage and they're like, he just does not see me, right? So busy trying to save, 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 that if you just take a moment and look and really just look and listen to what someone is saying and you see them, you will realize that they don't need to be saved because that's probably not what they're asking for, right? Um, and so I just feel like that applies to this situation. You know what I mean? That this community is saying, see me, see me, see me. Um, and we know from being, I mean, we're black. Everyone in this room is black. We know what it's like when people don't see you and they're just trying to give you something or just trying to save you or just trying to shut you up. So I know I like to approach things like that. So for me, if I don't know enough about a situation, 
I'm not going to give you a hot take. I feel like the hottest take I can give you is to say, I don't know enough, right? I can't tell people how to think or how to feel, but I can tell you that I'm listening and I'm learning and I have friends, but my friends may have a different experience, you know, than other people um, that are going through this same thing. And I think that Dave Chappelle, what we do know about Dave Chappelle is that he generally always has this... Um, he always comes back to this overarching point yeah, yeah. that a lot of people yeah. will miss. And if I go back and look, I will almost bet there is one in there. Now, whether you agree with his overarching theme, I can't say because I didn't pay attention to it. All uh, right. I told you I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and I love him, you know. Oh, I, I shouldn't say this one. But one of my greatest, one of his greatest skits to me is he rapes, but he saves. But he <laughs> saves more than he rapes. I just think that the way he did that was crazy. He took a very, 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 very controversial, I mean, like, what you know, subject or something that we all hate together, we're all disgusted by rape, and paired it. That's a very hard thing to do, <laughs> you know? That's a very hard thing to do to make people laugh about things like that. So I, I will almost bet there's another point, but that doesn't negate the fact that if he hurt people, that you should listen, you know what I mean? Um, what is y'all takes, Marty? Ooh, not Marty, cause oh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it up. Like, <laughs> it was the ooh, not Marty. Of, like this is my this is God telling me, Brad, don't turn it up. Turn, <laughs> turn down. He got a turn down for what? Down a little bit, my guy. But no, out of respect for. Sometimes you just gotta. Um, that's, gonna, that's gonna rock out behind me. But um, <laughs> what I will say is, the Dave Chappelle situation. For me, I understand Dave Chappelle, but like what I think. I agree with you, Porsche. I mm -hmm. think we're looking at this and one, not understanding one, the type of com comedian that Dave Chappelle has been for decades now. And also he never like, I feel like they're, his jokes offended them. And for me, it's like, okay, this is your third Netflix special and your third Netflix special. Like you're dealing with the same backlash after three specials, bro. But at the same time, I kind of think back, I was like, Dave Chappelle is a very, like, work hard. I mean, work smart over hard. So it's like, maybe when Netflix agreed to give him three specials, he wrote one special three ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, literally, I see that that being the case. And I was like, now, if this fourth special comes out or he, another, like, another tour comes out and mm -hmm. he's, like, you know, still, still harping on the trans community, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you're better than that. Like, you have, like, multiple angles that I've seen you go, like, go at. So the fact that you kind of, like, harp on them, because I've seen two of the three specials, and I'm not going to lie. I think I definitely kiki'd at a lot of them trans jokes. But it's like, I kiki at the black jokes. I kiki at the jokes about I mean, men. that's what a like, comedian is supposed to do. And that's kind of what my thing is and my outlook on Dave Chappelle is like, he's doing his job. It's like nobody cancels a white comedian when they clown black people. Like, nobody cancels black people when we clown the, you know, I don't know, the 1990s white voice was like, you know, that's phased out. But like, you know, hi, the little dorky kid, like... Nobody really trips. Nobody has ever tripped on any women, like any type of women slander that any comedian has ever said. So I'm just like, they like Gary Owens. Keep that's what I'm saying. Like, you, let's we got some people who like if we gonna cancel bro for this, it's like let's let's put a lot of people in the guillotine. And I feel like that's a part of cancel culture that I think he's fighting back against. Is like y'all really pick and choose when y'all want to be like that was hard. the overarching message that's yeah. what the whole i think each of his specials you're right and he's trying to get people to see that same mm -hmm. message like do you see that there's an issue with the way we're picking and deciding what to be mad at yeah like all of this is wrong don't y'all see that 
And it's difficult. Yeah, even in the second special, I remember he, like, prefaced one of his jokes with, like, you know, he was, I love the LGBTQ community, but he was like, y'all can't even lie. If you're being honest with yourself, being a man or a woman stuck inside of another, he's like, that's a very comedic situation. He's like, that's, <laughs> he's like, this, he's like those jokes write themselves. He's like, my, he's like, y'all mad at me for telling them, but he was like, bro, come on. He's like, how could I not? And I'm just like, I, I think get that, it. I think that I don't believe in censoring comedians. I have to keep it 100 with 100%. you. 100%. So it, it doesn't matter whether they're coming at women, what they're coming at. I believe that comedians really push it forward. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in censoring comedians. You'll rarely hear me say, I don't really know if they're, I feel like my line, honestly, for the only line that I have is probably like literally my line in life is t- talking about touching kids. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's a like, if that, I'm like sorry, to me, that's, 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 it's like, it's one thing if we're talking about our Kelly joke, right? But as long as that, like, you know, just anything with kids is not funny to me. You know what I mean? Like, um, not anything with kids, but y'all get what I'm saying. Like child molestation. Like I don't really. That's not really my laughter dwelling that's not, in that. That's not a like no, a humor. It's, it's but I also don't hear comedians talk about that because like nobody really finds yeah. that. Funny. Actually, you know that's what I'm not saying? true. That's not true. Aziz Ansari, one of his first stand-ups, he does mm-hmm. a whole skit about how he was a sexy child and that pedophiles like would get nervous talking to him like a girl, like a guy going up to a girl. He said, "Yeah, pedophiles." I would walk in and be like, "Hey." And they would be like, oh, my God, it's Aziz. His entire, like, half of his set wow. is about pedophilia. Oh, he did it, too? I was going to say, I feel like wow. both of those. Yeah, he kind of did one on one of his specials. Yeah. Specials. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Like. I feel like if you do that, you have you, to. Like, well, it has to I be mean, a self-centered. Like, it's yeah, got to be like, yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. It can't be like. Yeah. You got like, a fun. You got a fine-ass little daughter. Yeah, like, like, you can't nah. be over here talking about some little fine-ass daughter. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying? So, I'm not talking about, like, self-deprecating jokes that gotcha. you exaggerated. Stuff like that. Like, that's what you're supposed to do as a comedian. But other than that, I really don't have, like, comedians, I let them fly. Like, when they target black women, you kind of got to let it fly. Like, you'll rarely hear me say anything about canceling a comedian i've never canceled a comedian in my life but i told y'all on the last part that you don't want to go to war with lgbtq pr <laughs> like you're gonna lose that battle even if you won like it's, it's, <laughs> it's like they're gonna find a way to put them words together but to be you, like but you know it took some time for them to be there to oh yeah, get there to get so <laughs> i love how strong they are now you Agreed. know what i mean because it's well deserved it's kind of like black people it took us forever to get there so now we just firing people off your tweets we can you fire from one tweet. Karen is gone. That little bird girl, we found her. We found her job. It was out of here. Yeah. I love her. I love her job was like, oh, listen, you do good work, but not enough. Not for us to get harassed by black people every day. It's always that HR message. Our company does not align with these values. We oh are for diversity and inclusion and have a safe work. Let me tell you something. That's a lie. I was like, Ava, got that email before. I'm they like, be lying. I just want y'all to know that. Um, y'all need to stop saying that. You know, I don't know, but what's the alternative, right? Do we want to hear <laughs> in the writing? Yeah, so we're not with none of that diversity shit. Quite honestly, we only go support white men, period. So if you come here, just know you a secondary slave, and that's on that. And that shows, and they, they, they come from Bruh, I responded to that email pretty, like, you know, I work here. So it's like, <laughs> like I if, if I read this email and I still come into work, it's like, you know... <laughs> Hey, bro, just make sure them checks clear. Like, them checks clear. <laughs> like, Can we, you imagine, we, though? Like, like, and you just like, 
You still show up the next day? Cause that's <laughs> just if, chilling. If What's up, Ty? <laughs> if Trump heading your your HR department, that's the email you getting. Like, hey, bro, go back to your shithole company that you used to, that you used to work for. <laughs> like, Cause we don't do that shit around here. We don't care about women's blacks none of that. <laughs> none of that shit. None we just that. want you to know we here to make bread. We stand that way. We keeping it like back. The the um the famous painting um. Dang the Karen. famous uh, biblical pa- painting at the dinner table. Oh, oh the Last Supper. <laughs> oh the Last gosh. Supper painting. They're gonna be like, yeah. You see all these white people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This how we keeping it here. This is our table too. <laughs> um, so you know what this makes me think about, guys? This makes me think about Boosie. Listen, let me tell you something. Oof. I'm yeah. tired. Hey man. Boosie, I'm like, get over it. Like he, Boosie makes he he makes it so hard for people that just generally want to learn that generally like he genuinely i mean um i'm so tired guys but this time i'm not injured every podcast <laughs> let me put my fingers down for something happens i was like yeah them <laughs> every podcast i'm injured with something y'all know i have my ingrown hair everybody keep asking me about the ingrown hair let me tell you what happened real story i went to urgent care yes it was a real thing it was a real thing Went to urgent care, had to lay on the table, had to tell them I got an ingrown hair. And she was like, oh, girl, we see it all the time. Lay back. Injected me with lidocaine. I'm looking up, and I'm like, and she's like, all right, we got to bust it. So all of that happened. I mean, Erica Banks. Um, it, was a, it was a whole thing. Then my finger, you, y'all know my finger. Y'all want the finger update. Somebody came up to me. I'm so uh, sorry. Did you just say bust it, Erica Banks? <laughs> I'm so sorry. We just glossed over it. We glossed over that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> like, that that story was riddled with details that we just let her ride through. <laughs> like the shot. I felt like I was in the corner of the emergency room. Like, oh, yeah, damn. it was a whole thing. I had to walk out like this, and no. there was this whole thing. They had to put guys on it. But don't get me wrong. It wasn't like she said. Oh, I've seen really bad one she was like yours is like a baby one but to me it didn't feel like a baby one but then my finger the um the nail tech because i cheated on my nail tech and went to another one i'm so sorry carmen i'm so sorry and then my nails turned out not looking right but now i'm back (laughs) per big period period and so okay anyway but i'm not injured i'm not injured today but I'm tired, so my mind is moving a little differently. But anyway, back to Boosie. So Boosie has this problem. I think that he's, honestly, I think he's just getting fueled up. I think that um, they're hyping him up a little too much. <laughs> I think they're hyping him up a little too much. I think that when you go telling people to kill themselves in a real way and you really mean it, you're going too far. I think Lil Nas X is a star. I think that, like, Boosie, if you gay, just say that. I mean, like, Bust honestly, open, if you gay, just say that. Uh, B- Boosie badass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I will never not refer to him. As long as he on Lil Nas X nuts, bro, I will refer to him as Boosie badass. Boosie badass. Because be mad. there's a quote from Shakespeare. It's like, you know, you protest too much. It's mm-hmm. like, it's one thing to be a hater. Boosie has become the crusader of LGBTQ hate. Like, like, bro, That's like. What happens when your cell name is busted open? Boosie. Like, 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 Ava, he's at Lil Nas' neck. Like, he's like about to like, like how Batman be at folks' neck when about Gotham. Like, he like, bro, like, I really got to shut I this down. I am protecting down. the city. Like, yeah. like Except the children. The whole time he the Joker. 
Ooh. In the Joker movie. Like, like everybody's nah. laughing at you, not with you. And I know them love listen, the hood niggas hit him up like, thank you, because oh, we don't he's want their savior. And here's the thing though, like you don't have to want that for your son. Okay, whatever, that's your prerogative, right? But like that's somebody else's life to decide what they do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not for you to tell someone to go and die or to kill themselves. Because Lord because the truth of the matter is, you ain't gonna do shit. Like, like that's the real. If you see him in person, you're not gonna do anything. You gonna kiss H- that man if he would ever see him in person. <laughs> you gonna be like, bust it, bust yeah, it, chill, chill, bust it. Bus it. <laughs> nah, but yeah, he just he had bro neck though. Like every week, he got a new tape for like, nah, bro. It's like, bro, this man is doing what he do, and he doing what gay people do. And for whatever reason, you just can't stand. Like, that just gets under. It just grinds your gears. I'm like, oh, Like, my if God. something happened to you in prison, we want like, you to don't know. Don't watch it's the okay. video, Boosie. It's okay. This <laughs> it's is a okay. safe space. If it's, you drop the soap. On purpose. Or we got more soap. If we you wanted to soap. drop it in front of Lil Nas X, just say that. If you would trade, just say that. Because Lil Nas X is fine. Let's not. That's a fine, dark-skinned man. And I know that you recognize that. Mm-hmm. So... It's okay. I mean, we can tweet him for you. Hashtag Lil Nas X, give Boosie a chance. Give Bussie a chance. Bussie badass. Bussie badass. (laughs) Like, because honestly, it's really, it's really irritating. It's like, I don't even watch the full, like, I didn't even click and read everything to do with this because it's the same shit every time. And I'm telling different people, like, there are a slew of men out there. (laughs) <laughs> that I'm sure is like, I want my son to be like me. I want us to have these commonalities. I, yeah, I don't sure. want them to be gay because I cannot relate to that. But that's the part that's missing. It's not that you don't want them to just be, it's because you don't know how to relate to that. Maybe because you never took the time to what? See mm-hmm. gay people. Ooh, and if you did take the time to see gay people, you would probably quickly realize that you do have a lot in common, right? Mm-hmm. Because people are still people. A human is still a human. That doesn't change, right? Like, so we all have these shared experiences. I'm a true believer in, um, I believe that we all have something in common with at least, with everybody we meet. You can find a point of commonality, right? Like, I'm a true believer in that. That's why I always say I don't really like doing that whole beef and shit with women because I've never met a woman that I couldn't relate to on some level. Right, like even if it's like fingernails, you know what I mean. Like it's it gotta be something. So I I think that so many people are like, well, we feel like we can't say anything now because then there's a whole gay agenda. Like shut the hell up, bro. Like yes, take your. It's not even. It's not that much power, bro. Like nobody has more power than the white man. (laughs) (laughs) I just want y'all to know. You know what I mean? When we start getting into white gaydom, like white gay man gay, that's a whole totally different story. That I don't feel qualified to really speak on, but I, I have a lot of friends that can definitely speak on that. Yeah. I just think that, you know, no one is saying like, oh, yeah, we want everybody to be gay. You know what I mean? Like, we want everybody to be able to be who they are, to live authentically without um, fear of persecution, um, being killed. Basic human rights. Basic human yeah. rights. Like, it's not that deep. That don't mean you got to like everything that they do or everything that they stand for. But you can't be out here just dismissing them because of their sexuality or how they choose to identify. Like, it's really just not your business. And that's the biggest, like, that's the part that, like, just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, this don't got nothing to do with you, bro. 
And like, the, unless even the logic, it does, Ooh. even the logic that a lot of them use, because the fav- the hood logic, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna put y'all on. This is this is a quote, bro. The kids, it's like, bro. I've never, bro. never, never, never seen two grown man kiss and be like, ooh. I, let me see that. What's the, the, the TikTok? Let me get that sweat. Let me get that sweat right there. Like, nah, bro. It's like, I just, like, bro, that's y'all. But it's like, I enjoy kissing women. But it's like, I'm going to be an ally for y'all because doing y'all don't mm-hmm. affect me at all. Yeah, stop stop blaming it on the kids. Because it's like, bro, like, this bro, whole spo- I, we've been calling SpongeBob gay for decades. Man. The moment, the moment Nickelodeon is like, Hey, bro, SpongeBob gay. We like, oh Man, my god! Wait a minute, Hold cancel, on. cancel it, cancel, give Patrick. His they were so show. mad about that oyster episode when they was raising the little oyster. Bro, it was bro, an oyster. Bro, it was breastfeeding the oyster. And they were so angry. It showed gender roles like y'all wanted to. Why are you upset? Like, I just think that I'm like y'all. Y'all just it's so exhausting. I, I it's just so it's stop blaming it on the kids. That's what it I'm is. telling you. I've never had two little kids run up to me. And be like, oh, is this wrong? Like, no, kids really don't care. First of all, kids don't even have the capacity to really, truly understand everything that comes with that. And they are just, they're just loving. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if they did see two men kissing, two women kissing, like, kids may ask a question. Just because your child asked a question mm-hmm. does not mean that their mind is exploding with this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're they raging the homosexual. Yeah, like, <laughs> No, I want to be gay now. Like, your kiss is not screaming that. Like, maybe they're like, oh, I didn't know my uncle kissed another man. Like, what does that mean? Oh, your uncle's gay. What does gay mean? That means he loves that man. And then as they get older, they realize more as they have more real-world context. Mm -hmm. People always say, how do I explain this to my kid? Just say what the definition is. It's like, bro, you don't go explaining sex to a four-year-old. What are you trying to do? Like... You're not gonna be in there like, oh, your uncle like to put his penis in um in your booty uncle's booty hole. <laughs> booty You're not gonna say that to no child. Nobody's saying that. I'm like, y'all not saying that to no child. And they both like to roller skate at the park. So it's like, <laughs> they like, like yeah. that's all you gotta say. They love to hold hands. They like to watch the same Just movie. like me and your mommy. You know what I mean? Like, you're not explaining sex. So when y'all are talking about these things as if it's the end of the world, I'm like, y'all just. Tell them that they're in love. Like, you should be with your wife. Oh, snap, snap. Chill. I'm about to get up. (laughs) But that's having to explain the difference between intimacy, love, and sex. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know the difference between the three. And that's the confusion. And you also have to be able to look at your child as a person and not your child. Like... You can't control them. That's a person. You never can control them. You can't control them. And we've said this before, you know, from my experience, I just believe you're born a certain way and that you develop and you and you find the confidence over time. Mm-hmm. So quite honestly, it don't matter whether Lil' Jim saw Jack and um and Jimmy Jr. kiss or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like it really don't. Like if that's what he was feeling, that's just what he feeling, and y'all gotta let this shit go. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is. People always say, Well, what if you had a gay ch-? I don't give a fuck. Oh, I have going, no like, Me and my kid gonna go, we gonna ball out on your no, little That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I'm, y'all think Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union the most? <laughs> Baby, you ain't seen shit. Okay? Like, let was, my we can have the whole rainbow in my house. I don't give a damn. Like, we just chilling. Cause like <laughs> I definitely feel like when folks be like, you know, if I have a son, I would definitely like my son to be cisgendered and heterosexual. But if he's not, that's not gonna deter mm-hmm. my love for my son exactly and it's like it's not going to change how i feel about my daughter it's like they're a human being i'm gonna give them that bare minimum of respect to just be like okay 
Even if like, cause I think it's both. I think we kind of, I think we do a disservice to the community by being like, is are you born or are you? Do you make the decision to be gay? Cause if you make the decision to be gay, then you yeah. can make the decision un, to be ungay. And it's like, yeah. mm. I feel like, bro, like, if you decide to like, okay, like in college, like women, just, like the experimental aspect of it is like really just fighting out. Like, okay, we're still animals that yeah. are very nature yeah. so is like looking if, to experiment on new way to survive to yeah. be to be warm right mm -hmm. it's like basic human things mm -hmm. that all well, basic animal things that we all do mm -hmm. you know when it's cold what do you want to do be warm I like, like there's so many on. things <laughs> we're social <laughs> creatures we want to be around other people try different and, things yeah like minds all it's, that so it's like we don't we give a lot of people like you know white men white women that space going to uga made me realize that white men have a social like like window that black man like we fitting through the crack yep. like yeah they walking yes. through a garage door it's like bro like they could do whatever they i seen white men twerk i didn't see white men like and nobody yeah. and nobody, nobody says anything but nothing. the moment the moment you even hit one little booty pop boy <laughs> it's a you oh man you you might as well cut uh what was the last video i saw because you know recently black twitter has been like oh you gay if you got an umbrella or you got a fruity drink oh yeah so i saw ridiculous. a dude uh what's the hibachi like the sauce Oh no. my! He's oh, a, the dude who's yeah. oh, in his mouth. Hold up, old girl in the corner. Oh, I saw that video. I was low. like, oh, they was like, y'all know he gay, right? I was like, oh, bro, it was for sure, like, <laughs> gay or not, Twitter was gonna make bro gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, I was like, yeah, he was guzzling. So I was <laughs> like, guzzling. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting you said that because I saw a meme earlier where it was like, if you talk to black women about black men being bisexual, they turn into boosie. Legit, every time. Every yeah. time, and that's the part that I feel like create like. Oh, I do think black women can be problematic when it comes to that. I just want to be clear. And that's yeah, you can't bully me. And that's I the definitely future. think black women can be problematic when it comes to the that things that as well. um, we say yeah. around. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like the things that we say around, I would never date. Uh, people are entitled to have their preferences, mm -hmm. right? Like that's just period. But there is um, a way to communicate your preference so that you're not degrading something mm -hmm. or specific characteristics. I mean, the most famous thing that I can think about for our era is probably the Insecure episode mm -hmm. yeah. where Molly is, and the guy was like, yeah. Like, you know, each, I just experimented around. Like, even like the gay community, the black gay male community, they're kind of divided on that. Like, mm -hmm. is it something you could just do once? Is it not? And I feel like everyone looks at that from their own experience. Can but that's because sexuality is fluid. <laughs> sexuality is a spectrum. It's fluid. It's fluid. Like, just because, you know, John's, you are John and you meet Craig and Craig gets your dick hard, maybe that doesn't mean Tom, Craig, Hank, all of them are. That means the connection you have with Craig. He gets your dick hard, and then maybe Jane will get your dick hard. It does not matter. Yeah. Like, sexuality is like this because you're more attracted to the person and the spirit yeah. than you realize. Yeah. And I, and I, I exactly. I, th I don't think that people are um, in tune with their spirituality enough to know that you, you know, I learned a long time ago to stop saying never to certain things because mm -hmm. you may come across some the right spirit and you'll be very surprised at how your soul is hey, looking man, to I'm yearn some Frank and Ocean, I'm some Frank Ocean like yeah real. like you just you just never know um so i think you should always be open but i think about that a lot when it comes to that because i'm just like y'all it's if molly 
and this is a character. We're talking about characters. <laughs> if Molly decided that that's not what she wants, then that's just not what she wants. That could be for a plethora of different reasons, mm-hmm. right? That could be because she was socialized to think a certain way. Yeah. That could be because she's selfish. Like sometimes she's just selfish. Sometimes it's like, no, nah, I'm already got to compete with 50% of the population. We ain't about to add nobody yeah, else to no, this motherfucker. No. <laughs> and that's real too. Like, yeah. like there are multiple reasons why people can feel that way. And I don't think that you can tell somebody about their preference. It's different. Like my mind just jumped to Chris Brown. So follow me guys Chris Brown we all know what type of women he like they all look alike um and I think about the girl who said the dark skin girl was like he wouldn't let me into the party because I was dark skin which yeah, one um yeah it's happened multiple times right and yeah. so it's tough. I think about that and I'm like that's where that's where preferences start being Affecting other people, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's not just a that's not just a pre- I wish I had the right terminology for it because we have went beyond preference mm-hmm. now to saying that I don't think enough of you. Now let me let me say I do not know whether this is true, right? There have clearly been a lot of women at Chris Brown's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, estate, right? So like you know who knows <laughs> if that's true? Who knows if that was the reason why? I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. The only thing we can speak to is that we know for a fact. Chris Brown love him some yellow women. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Okay, like you can't. The darkest I've ever say. seen him with is legit Rihanna, and she like no, literally that was it. She like coffee, and I don't even know. No, I would say Karuchi when she tans. She darker than Rihanna. I think so. No, really? Karuchi is Karuchi is. I mean, it's like Vietnamese. Karuchi, I feel like she tans because you know she's um what is she's not Filipino. She's Vietnamese. Vietnamese, yeah. I think yeah. she tans, and they actually do tan pretty nicely. Yeah, like they those be, Filipinos, they, yeah. oh, they get a nice oh, brown. Yeah. Oh yeah, they it's do so for pretty. sure, for sure. Um, it's not given. What do they call the black fishing? That's just really how they tan. Yeah, yeah, that's really I, how I, they tan. And I feel they like, don't got to go seven times a week to get that base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like with with the preference thing. I feel like it's kind of like an opinion. Like everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yes. But your opinion doesn't matter in all, like in every context. And like you trying to make it matter, literally. Like that Boosie part. literally can feel how he feels about Lil Nas X. But him hopping on the internet and be like, "Bro, you should kill yourself," and folks applauding that yeah. has a negative impact on this other person's life. And it doesn't matter how strong you are. You can only take things like that so much. So I commend Lil Nas X for being strong. But the truth of the matter is we're all human. Mm -hmm. And how many times could you really take, whether it's for attention or not, someone telling you to go kill yourself, someone always on your ass? No pun intended. (laughs) But yeah. Bussy badass. Um, So listen, on to the next topic. I saw this meme. Ava sent this meme. And it said, did it hurt? When you had to fade your voice out while you were telling a story to a group of people, once you realized nobody was really paying attention, we've all been there. The struggle of the long-winded. The struggle of the long What? Y'all don't immediately, like, double down and get louder? <laughs> oh, well, let, let me tell you something. The story. Because that's what I'm saying. If I'm telling it, it's like, oh, y'all going to catch this story. Like, <laughs> We're going to, like, I, I want y'all to know, I know I'm long-winded. I don't give a fuck. You're going to listen because I'm a great storyteller. And we're going to get there i'm gonna take you there just get on this journey with me oh, if wow. you're wondering That's why crazy. i have on this pink top hold up can they see yeah <laughs> this pink top it's because today is halloween this is a halloween episode right but <laughs> technically thus <laughs> that's the little things that fell down 
And if you go to my Instagram, you will see who I am. But this little shea butter baby is applying nothing but pressure, honey. Not cocoa butter baby. Shea butter baby. <laughs> I'm Ari Lennox from the pressure video. But also, I, I changed it every hour this weekend. I'm the sexiest bottle of Pepto-Bismol you've ever seen. I'm also bubblegum because I'll pop your bubble. And I'm also um, a flamingo because... Namaste. And then I'm also a showgirl because... Give him the applause. So you just see how it just keeps going. It's the costume that keeps giving. But if you go to my Instagram, you'll have you'll see a special surprise. I highly, I really think y'all should go to my Instagram and watch it. Okay, but what's next, guys? What what's next? Like what's what else is on y'all mind? Because this is a free episode. Hmm. I'm really feeling black people and pets right now. There has been this new <laughs> influx with like showcasing black relationships with their pets. Like how our interactions with them is just so different than any other culture. Like the way I talk to Luna, I don't talk to her like no dog. Like that's my child. Is she out of line 87% of the time? Black people with pets. One thing about black people and pets, they're gonna be like, do you want to whoop it? Do you want to whoop it like the dog? But I don't know about y'all dog, but Skittles, uh, Skittles is a bitch, literally. Um, and what I'm here to tell you is, she if be you looking name back me like, Skittles, I'd be a bitch too. <laughs> <laughs> as often as I could be, like, oh my goodness, you name me Skittles, it's like I'm literally like you're referring I'm to me. I'm like, legit. Like you better be lucky I'm not peeing on yourself at any given moment. You gonna taste this rainbow every time, <laughs> every day. You know, and Skittles is a big bitch, and she's just like. My mama be like, why you do that stupid shit? And, he, and Skittles be like, it's the I really don't know who this bitch thinks she's talking to like this. No, nah, dogs will hit like, you with that. <laughs> when they had to, like. Bruh, you ain't I, never had to like this. I truly believe I'm a dog whisperer. Like, I'm the best. If you had bring your pet around, I will start talking. Like, I swear to God, I feel like I know what yep. they're saying. You got that Doolittle gene, too. Yeah. No. She does. Ass. She does. No, like, I'm not going to do the most. Okay? And to be honest with you. I really be knowing what the fuck these dogs be saying. They really be cussing y'all out. Like, every time I go to my homegirl Kenya house, her dog is named Bentley. And Bentley is really bougie. And I swear to God, I feel like Bentley just be like, here come this bitch again, shooting another video. I'm like, here, here come this bitch again. My mama got to do her makeup again. Bitch, you ain't learned shit yet. You ain't learned shit. I just really feel like her dog be saying some crazy ass shit. But it's like, we really like each other. Black dogs always can talk. Like, you ever talk to a dog and they, like, roof back, like, words? Like, Luna now will say outside, and I'm not even joking. Like, it's like, rawr, and I'm like, yo, can you not do that? Are, are you, did you take anything today? No. Get out of here. <laughs> will you, it's just like a baby. If you talk to your dog enough, it, they will right. learn how to Ava make got Scooby do on her Ruggy, Y'all playing. My dog is Scooby-Doo. She will solve mysteries. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, since we're jumping around for fun. Listen, y'all, when I tell you we're tired because we had, it's been a long weekend filled with great news, though. Yeah. I will say that. Uh, more uh, to come. More mm. to come. Filled with great news. I'm really excited about some upcoming things that I can't discuss, but I am very excited. And... But right now, I'm thinking about um, uh, Charlize Theron raising these black kids, and I don't really have something um, super educated to say about it, except for 
it takes a really great listening person to do that. Say her name one more time. Because um, in a vacuum, I would not have thought that woman was white. Or not black. Charlize Theron? Charlize <laughs> Theron sounds Charlize like Theron. a, a yeah, sidekick. Charlize Theron. There we go. I have to get used to saying it like Theron. Is it yeah. Theron? I thought it was Charlize Theron. Like, that sounds like an, like the real name of a superhero. <laughs> what? Like, by day, she's like rogue. But by night, she's like Charlize Theron or whatever y'all, like whatever y'all said. Okay. Uh, you're right. It does take a person, certain type of listening and a certain type of person. She recently came out and said that she has a circle of black women around her that let her know and call her on her bullshit when she's moving wrong. Like, she noted a time that they had came over and had noticed that the girl's edges were breaking off, and they were immediately on her ass. Like, why are these Facts. babies' edges ba- breaking off? Like, what's going on? She got on? a cabinet. I'm dying. <laughs> like, the simple fact that she got an outsourced... Not a cabinet! She got an outsourced administration... <laughs> administrative she got duties. a how hard it is to be a black woman when you gotta gotta have, have in order to even raise oh us gosh, you got, gotta have a whole cabinet she got a like she got the whole watch them all be different colors different hairstyles hey, see my entrepreneurial mind i'm really about to like start a consult like a consultation service <laughs> Like, be like, hey, are you a white woman who has adopted somebody who you have no idea how to take care of? Download my guide like, today. Legit, like, legit, your first three months on uh-huh. us. Having hair care tips. So, while we're laughing about this, I, so, if you're wondering, I do think it's possible for a white woman, to, I think it's obviously it's possible awesome for a side. white woman to, not uh, not on blind side, because that movie definitely didn't depict that actual story the real, the real uh, way it should have been depicted. Yeah, dang. great um, movie until you realize it, it was cap. all a lie. <laughs> like they definitely that had white woman savior complex written all over it, as if Start that man didn't bring anything to the table except for his football skills, and that was just not the and case. That man was extremely talented. He wasn't just here to babysit nah. some white kids mm-hmm. and to protect a white woman. That just was that was a very when you Baby. grow when you're younger, <laughs> you watch that movie, you say, "Oh, that was a great movie." But as you get older, you realize the blind side was really fucked up. Even yeah. as you're talking about it. You it really definitely had a Mandingo spirit to it. Like he, was, like he was definitely a brute. Like he was like I remember a scene where he like blocked somebody over the Gatorade bottle. I'm like that didn't. Oh happen. no, but he saved no, a little white boy. He saved a little white boy by putting his hands, and it was like he just saved him with his hand in the car crash, and that's all good and well. But I I didn't. When you watch that movie yeah. as a um, black um, intellectual, Oof. you see it with a different set of eyes, and you're like. Oh, this was some bullshit. And the daddy was racist. Oh, okay. Can we say that now? The daddy was racist and was letting it go because she don't. He, he was like, "Look, free house care, free babysitting. I guess you can bring it in the house. Like, bring it in the house. That's yeah. how he was acting. Like he didn't want to even pick the boy up out of the rain. Like, if you really rewatch, I remember. That, I remember that. Scene. He kept trying to get him out of the house. Yeah, yeah, and um. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking back, right? I do know white, I have white women in my life and they do have, um, not black kids, but little mixed kids, right? And I think that I provide a consultation service for real. I was like, yeah, how you really feel about that? You know, they can't Ooh. bully you, so say what you say. What, what kind you. of questions do they ask you? I can't reveal that. But what I, well, you know, out of respect, because I, I feel like it is extremely possible for a white woman to be open, um, but you have to have someone that is completely honest around. And I am completely honest 
Wow, we really this idea like as the more we keep talking the about black it, cabinet, like it legit gets like it's getting legs. Like my idea, like it was a joke at first, but now I'm like <laughs> I'm starting I, to see a market. Really I'm starting to see a market sense. for white women who want to be white. Savers. And I think it will it would actually provide like a filter for all of those white men and women who adopt black kids, and it's wrong. I to will have tell that you oversight. that if you see someone, if you meet um, a white woman in this in that position, and you become close to them. It helps you not hate white women. And I know somebody just got shocked because I know there's some white person watching y'all my shit right now. Pro- <laughs> I think we all got right. kind of quiet. It was, it was just like, and I know y'all just got shocked, but as a black person, like, you know, we talk about white men a lot, but when a white woman cries, your whole life can end. No, nah, for sure. I honestly. And so if you can't, I don't need for a white person to back, I don't need to be backed up. I said what the fuck I said, and it's true. When a white person cries, when a white woman cries, your whole career, people have gotten lynched over this. So save your arguments for somebody else because I'm factually correct, period. And that's on Emmett Till. Uh, that's on Emmett Till for real because that's definitely who I thought of. Like, so like, you know, so I, 70 years later. No. And I still want that bitch to go to jail. And yes, I said that bitch. I think she should go to prison. She's not dead. What is her name? Carolyn, Carolyn Bryant or something like that. She's not dead. She's still alive, and I don't give a fuck. She, if y'all could, like, if we're sending old people to prison, that's on Bill Cosby. Take her ass too. It's, I don't give a damn it, that she almost like she old. Huh? Literally, this happened recently. A white woman at the bar told her boyfriend that a black dude had came up and said she was fine or something like that. And literally, this was a couple weeks ago, and the white dude uh, beat him to death. It does make you see. Yeah. White yeah. women in a different light, right? And I think it, I think personal relationships is what really helps in that case because they can see like, no, you can't do this. It's when you're raising. We always say this. We all know this is the running joke in the black community. When you meet a mixed person, you automatically know whether they had a white mama or a black mama. Ooh, that part. I mean, instantly. I've never been wrong. I instantly can tell. Whether a mixed person has a white mom or a black mama, you may say, oh, how that question. That's one book cover you can read. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I can instantly tell. If you you can almost those, tell by the names. You could tell by okay. the outfits too. Yeah, you could. You can tell. Yeah. You could tell by the. Yeah, you could. You could just. I, I've never been wrong. Have you ever been wrong? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nah. Nah. I've never been wrong. You could tell by just. It's in the the mannerisms, like mm-hmm. how they like. It's like legitimately like there are two different like dynamics. Yes, and it's like there are cultural dynamics that like you just don't get unless you have a consult or you like you know a team <laughs> like behind you. I'm thinking about this white person in particularly, and I told her the same thing. I said I was like, it's totally different when you as a white woman is doing this compared to a black woman. Mm-hmm. There's a certain shit your child won't even get to do. Like we're say? not even getting there. What you mean? Is that like the first? Well, yeah, they wanted me yeah. to explain that yeah. to them because they don't have the context to yeah. pull from that. You know what I mean? And so I explained it, and then they started to get it, right? But then somehow I feel like they start adopting black mannerisms. Like the more you talk to them about the shit, they be like, well, "Hold up, so <laughs> so y'all let y'all kids get away with this shit? Well, fuck it, I've been having a problem with this shit for a long time." Um, I know this one. Oh, damn. Uh, there's a story I really want to tell. I feel like I could tell it because I, I know a lot of people. Um, there was this one person that I met a long time ago, and um, she said that her children had went missing at a park. And she's a white woman, right? 
and it was just like a water park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the police were like, how does your child look? And she was like, for the first time, I thought to myself, if I tell them that my child, like, how do I describe my child? You know what I mean? Like, how do I say this is a little, what will happen if I tell them this is a mixed baby? Because she's fully white, clearly. Like, like, this is not even, right? And she was like, it hit her like a ton of bricks because how does your child look? And then her children aren't just uh, what I would call, quote unquote, like regular looking mixed. They really could be, they could look dark skinned Italian. Depending on which eye, like if it was in the summertime, right? Mm -hmm. They could look Hispanic. Like they really look mixy, the very ambiguous looking children. Mixy. (laughs) Very ambiguous looking children. And so for the first time, she had to really think, like, do I risk telling them? But I mean, like, that's the part about white women that I don't get. Cause it's like what what in your head like what you mean like big lips big nose like you know like, like you gonna say they got curly hair about this they got tall. on a blue like, shirt you know, like, they got on jeans like, like, like legitimately like, what are they wearing ma'am like like I'm pretty sure your kid is the but only one but then again one. like if this was for example no, the all white you gonna see the brown faces and all white but you but you have to keep it in mind though like it's a water park yep right so it's not just as simple as saying like, why you got on blue trunks like there's the three hundred thousand kids out here. That's, that's what I'm saying. You start, you start adding them up though. Blue trunks. They only about this tall. Wearing. But a, the biggest uh, thing you are gonna see is they skin color before you see the trunks. Yeah. Hey man. And so, and so, I just air tag on her kid and just call it. I listen. I think she would agree. But you know, it was just so interesting to me that when you do meet someone that's going through that, and I commend the black women that are holding Charlize up because. You do realize that you have to answer a lot of questions that we as black women wouldn't even think about. Because at the end of the day, it's about the kid. Yeah. And it's like this kid still has to has be raised. Has to grow up. Yeah. And you're the person that chose to raise this kid. So if you don't help, you're not. It's not like, oh, I would never help Charlize. I would never help a white woman raise a black child. That's fucked up. Because mm-hmm. that child is still getting raised by this white woman whether you help her or not. Yep. And especially if she's literally open to seeking that. Like she's seeking she this the advice. Like legit. So it's like that's what I realized at UGA. Like, a lot of our relationships with white people and white people's relationships with us is the fact that we do not contact. Like, there is literally no, like, hey, like, I'm from Coffee County, Georgia. <laughs> like, my only representation of black life is BET. So yeah. it's like, when I come here and I see y'all, like, barking, it's and like, strolling, like, doing stuff that, like, you know, to us is just culturally, yep. you know, has, is deep in our, embedded in our history. They're just like, you know, alphas acting like monkeys. They're like, but I thought we're not supposed this, to say that. This not, like, you know, one plus one equaling three right now, and we're not supposed to say that. So it's like, so it's like, you know, I just gave them at least that fair shake to be like, okay, like, you know, if you're if you're an inward saying white person, you're on a whole different spectrum of like mm-hmm. what you're willing to accept. Yeah, and please stop talking to me about the N-word because I'm gonna keep saying it and you can't. I don't personally say it, but I won't police anybody. Like I don't police anybody for saying it. Cause I feel like like you don't police, I don't police white anybody. people. I don't police anybody. <laughs> you like, don't police like what do you mean nobody. by you don't? Police? I don't like literally what does that like mean? you learn Hispanics and everybody else. So, like, for example, Hispanics yeah. they they love the N word more than we do. They I'm do. not like, but a lot of Hispanics have similar like not like the cultural dynamic has a lot of overlapping similarities. So I feel like as a culture we be like bro like y'all can't say it, but it's like. 
if we with a Hispanic that we're cool with, that's like literally been I with us. I think that Ava would have totally different views on this. Can I say why? Yeah, go ahead. I think I that you would be very, Ava is um, Hispanic and black, mm. but, and she identifies as Hispanic and, and black. black. Um, but she I was raised that. by a black woman, yeah. right? So her whole, and if you look at her, she just, she looks black. But I guess it just depends on when you look, I guess. But I mean, she just pretty much, you would probably guess I, she's black. Because that's what people see when they look at me. Yeah. And like, my dad is a white, white Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> a white Puerto Rican. Like, when I was out with him, people would be like, oh, is that your, like, oh, that's Milton. That's your little sugar baby. That's your little sugar baby. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm his child. Um, please keep it together. Yeah. But if, my family, my cousins, any of them ever call me, even in fun ways, the N-word, I am telling my mother, and she is coming up there, and she is being ass, because it still doesn't give you the right... And I think if you understood the Hispanics culture's yeah. relationship with I, their yeah. black identity, you would yeah, really Marty, feel some kind see, of way. I think you would change no, no, your answer no, no, because no, no. the things that Ava has went through, and we don't have to discuss all of it, but mm -hmm. just the different things that Ava has went through within her own family. Like we look at Ava and we don't see dark skin, but uh, you'll be su you'll be surprised. I'm but, the darkest thing on that side of the family, yeah, and they make and, sure I don't forget it. And they yes, and she, so that I'm, is. Okay, so as a darker skinned male, I can understand. I can understand. Like, you know, like we're all, like me, you, Warren, and Ava, yeah. like we're all on the darker end of the spectrum. And it's just like, for me, I think the, the, like, I, we can get deeper into this, but I think the, what black people have tried to do with the N word has utterly failed. Because, and I've proposed this idea where we, I propose the M word, where we call each other masses. Where like I refer to y'all like what's good my master, master Ava, like what's good my master, like real like that's why my name on Instagram is Maester Marty V because Maester is the e, the e, the gur to the guh like master is the guh, Maester is the gur like the G E R because it's like if we're going to take something such an alpha if we're going to take something from somebody such an alpha then it's like I feel like we need like. I feel like the N-word was always, like, and the reason why I don't police white people is because what were we before white people referred to us as the N-word? And why I don't believe that, I don't even believe that we're black. Because I think blackness, and I think the idea, like, to your point about the Hispanic, the, the Hispanic's relationship with that part of them, is the fact that I think the, re the real issue is the world knows we are the we are water we are the solvent that you mix the kool-aid in we're yep. not the kool-aid mm -hmm. caucasian like all that other stuff is the kool-aid i was really praying he could bring this back around because it was looking real shaky for a second because like, it, it goes completely okay. against the grain of like what society it, it mm -hmm. goes completely against the grain of what society has told us we're supposed to, like it's like oh the n-word is a term of endearment it's the term like but it's like literally we can't enjoy ourselves at sanford stadium if they play in mobamba because like the the idea that a white person might utter it and then once they actually the whole stadium says it it's like we're literally like pissed. It's like why why do we give them that emotional control? I think that I think it's such a um uh, I think that to each their own. I believe that every black person is entitled to have their own rules around the word nigga. Period. Um that sound is coming through a little bit. Okay. It's, I don't know what it is. I think it's just my refrigerator. Yeah, it's a little that white noise I didn't. Hear. Yeah. Um, but I think that I tell white people, you know, just be careful. You're better off just not saying it. Cause and see most me, white people, I I'm think, not Marty. Yeah. And most, nah, black, most black I'm people not, are not. not Marty like, white people, I white people I was talking to no, earlier. No, no. Like, <laughs> I am not Marty. Like, listen, I'm not Marty. So I'm letting you know that right now, baby. Yeah. 
I'm not Marty. Don't come to me saying no. that shit. I done checked plenty of people at UGA where it's like, no, I'm not Marty. I, I can say it. There are hundreds of thousands of words. So when I tell people when white people are always like, um, but why can't I say it? Why do you want to say that word so bad? Like, the only reason you want to say it is because you can't. For the first time in your life, there, there is a one word that can ruin your entire life. And you want to say it because it's the one thing that the, that the world has said. If you say this, it could cause some motherfucking issues. They get like, so what I'm here to say is, hi, I am the motherfucking issue. Don't say that shit around me. We're not cool like that. And yes, I say nigga all the time. I can. I'm black. It's my word. I own it. it I don't. I'm not. I, I prefer. I don't, and I also respect the people. That are like, I don't say it based off what everyone went through. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I'm like of the Jay-Z, right? Like, I always say I'm of the Jay-Z tribe when it comes to the, uh, to, to the word nigga. Mm-hmm. And what he said, like, I do believe that you can take ownership of words. Mm-hmm. I do believe that um, if you listen to, to Pimper Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, the album, um, you just do more research on where the word derived from. And uh, I totally okay with it right like it's a term and nigga can mean multiple things that's what we really needed to take this conversation you nigga it's got like 30 definitions and then it's like <laughs> it it's not even really and describing the like, black, nigga. Black, like we be like bro that white tripping but you ain't <laughs> never seen so in college i was in a fraternity and a sorority and my fraternity was mostly all white for the most part let them know it's business so it they're not a business confused fraternity. it's business fraternity business so you can <laughs> join too i don't want them thinking like how this how she do that shit she a q and a she Black twist, black twist. Nah, nah. I was a part of a white fraternity, business fraternity. I was about to make a Dave Chappelle joke, but yeah. I decided to say, oh, I was like, no, did you, did you feel it? Did you, it was that Aquarius. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. You should have dropped it. When I said it, we all heard it. You know, my mind went there quick. I was like, I'm about to be Dave Chappelle on their ass real quick. Oh, yeah. Just real quick. She threw it off the backboard for you. That was funny. Nah. Right when it came out, I was like, here it goes. One of them going to do it. One of them going to do it. Nah, but I have seen the glitter in a white person's eye when they get to say nigga in a song. And they, and like, I I know they say it when we're not there, but it's something about us being there and them being able to say it in front of us. It gives them a twinkle because they know, like, they also want to see what you're going to do. I think they do it to test their privilege. How far are you going to really take it? And that's my thing. So, you know, it's okay that there are, there are Martys in this world that won't police you. And I'm not here to police you, but I'm just saying that I'm not saving your ass. I let all my white home girls know all my white home boys know one thing about me you get caught up in some racist shit you on your own LaPorsche's not saving you because because you have access to this knowledge three degrees worth act like it and that's my thing like my white type- friends already know too they, they told me the other day one hit me up and was like I sent them some shade room meme that was like no we already know if we don't understand it we just gonna be quiet and we just gonna ask you that's about it in private that's and me. then we gonna learn and then we'll say something but we don't know it's like, like that's usually the situation it's like you're not most of the white people that I even came in contact with at UGA they mm-hmm. were of they were socially aware enough to know that you know you don't even have to really be socially aware just like mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't say that word, and I don't really have a means to say it. So when you say it as a white, like I had a white roommate. Bro was like one of those, 
hey, bro, I'm going to the Migos music video, and I'm an extra. So it's like he just felt like he would, like, bro, just I'm knew. in the cookout. Like, I'm, I feel like he done said it to Offset, and Offset done, like, said something back to him, and now he feels like he just, that's who Mike is. I got yeah. that like, brown bro, like, drip on me now. That's yeah, like, <laughs> legit. Like, please, uh, like, like, adore me with my melanin. Like, please. Like, it's about time I've earned it. But it's just like, <laughs> I earned it. So it's just like, he was a specific type of cat. And I was like, I know once you move out of this place, I'm never going to talk to you again. It's like, you don't, you don't, I don't stand to benefit from me. Like, like what I'm going to do, stone cold stunning you in the living room? Like, and I, I, don't resp- I don't care what the retaliation, because it's like, if you say it around me, I'm going to be like, hey, bro, I'm going to call you a snow roach, a moon cricket, like, whatever it is. Moon like, you know, we, uh, we can, <laughs> no, we, we can, we can, we can get, we can get, we can start exchanging slurs if that's what <laughs> we want to do. Not etymology, though. So, not the etymology with So that's cricket. what I'm saying. Like, so I was like, if you want to exchange. If but you, you know, ex- it's just crazy because that's the biggest slur in the world and we all know why, you know, and I can't speak for, um, other cultures right but i do know for a fact that nearly everyone in this world knows that that one word can really set people the fuck off so i i take that into consideration everyone else has pretty much got reparations for other things and i won't and i won't even go into it because we don't got time to get because that's all y'all know what we all thinking right now and i'm like huh Oh, no, I guess you weren't thinking that. No, I was thinking of another <laughs> I was culture. thinking a couple of pieces of legislation that have gone through the past 30, yes. 40 years. Yes, yes, And And I just think that, yeah, I don't care what Marty say, don't come around me with that bullshit. I'm telling you that hey, right man. now. And honestly, all of us, I have, I always say I have friends that happen to be white because I feel like once you reach a certain level with people, they're not my white friends. They're my friends who happen to be white. Mm-hmm. And we have really great relationships. And because, because I know what it's like to be around great white people i won't tolerate low standard um ignorant white people in my life i won't tolerate it i'm not here to be your teacher that part that is not what i'm doing for you right you need to come with some knowledge that you're looking to learn as well i i exhausted all of that when during the protest last year with the george floyd stuff right and i i realized how remarkable my friends who happen to be white are and that's when I realized I can't really fuck with, you know, I mean, I don't. low class white people. Yeah, like, like, that's just not my thing because I just know great white people. So, therefore, I know I don't have to baby them. So, I'm not entering this trying to baby you. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing personal. There are a lot of black people that will take the time to teach you. But like I said on Fox Soul when I was a correspondent, I am not one of them. She you know? said Fox Soul. That kind of brings up a question. What do you think is worse, saying, saying nigga or white people when they depict a black caricature in order to feel more involved in the community. Kind of similar to your roommate, but like Vicky and them and white people that intentionally put on this facade to try and attract black women. Like, are all of those things worse than just somebody saying nigga? Like, which, what is is the worst thing that's- I think think what makes that hard is that that's, um, that, that, Nick, (laughs) What makes that hard is that that's like more of a recent thing that we've beginning to discuss. I don't know enough historical context around that to know if white people have been really doing that specific thing. Well, well, I know about the caricatures. We know mm, about the blackface. The blackface. We know of all of that, right? Um, minstrel shows. Yeah. I, that's not what I'm referring but to. But I'm talking like right? today's. But we're talking about today's version. So for me, I think that just because of the historical context when it comes to saying nigga and how quickly things can go left or right um, or up or down, that's a hard one. I'm not sure because I don't like any of that shit. I don't like that right. black fishing. I don't like trying to make yourself. It's this really weird thing where everyone is fighting to be someone that they're not. Yep. 
it's like this thing that you hate so much, you know, we blame Kim K and all of them, although they are Armenian. So, you know, like, so there's that. But I don't like that black fishing shit. I don't like um, if you're 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 saying you're depicting a black woman, but there are so many different versions of us. I don't we're not a monolith. And I think that sometimes that can get irritating. Right, and you may say, "Well, y'all laugh at it," but that's because we really know people like that in real life. And it's like the like we, but we also know a spectrum of like I know the insecure. I know someone who is like Issa Rae. Like she totally reminds me of Issa Rae. I know someone who is uh, Angela Rye. I know someone who is a Michelle Obama. I know someone who is ghetto as hell. Like you know what I mean? Like I know all of those people. So it does suck when you're battling that one thing because that has real life implications for us as we go into the workplace. Um, I know that I know that if I make a white woman cry at work, which would not be hard, right? I know if I make a white woman cry at work, it's a totally different it's thing for hard. if she makes me cry. It's not hard. White women that made me cry at work and I promise you nothing occurred. I'm telling you, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I know it's totally different, right? Um, so that's a totally different conversation for another day as we begin to like go into our final topics. But I just think that that just has way larger implications. It has pay implications. I know that when I'm coming to the table to ask for a raise, it's totally different. I know that when I'm saying I will not tolerate that, they hear it different, right? I know that this all pushes itself into the mortality rate when it comes to um, births, um, when black women are giving birth in the hospital. So I, there are plenty of statistics to back me up in all this. It's just... Being a black woman is really hard. I can't speak on other people's experiences and being um, different things, but what I can't speak on is being a black woman and how when you can see the inequities in your everyday life and you see yourself working hard and you see that mm. you say you're tired, they say keep going, do better, even black women to other black women. They say, get over it, you got to keep pushing. Mm. Let me tell you something. A white person say they tired at work. Oh, you know, you should really go home. You should really take a day off. Just the way I just, to all of my white listeners, I want you to start paying attention to things like that. What do you say? Are you just saying, well, tough it out? Because you got to ask yourself, why are you saying that? Because mm. it has real life implications for people like me when you work so hard that you passing out at home, like literally passing out because you ain't hydrated. You work and work and work and no one is telling you to slow down. You know what I mean? No one is telling you to take a break. But everybody else is taking a break. You know what I mean? Just be very conscious of those things. I'm very conscious of them. I mean, what's the famous saying? To be black and aware is to be angry all the time. Yeah, James Baldwin. Yeah, that so. Is, yeah, it's almost to be in a, a state of rage, rage. almost oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, I, I say. But if we're lighting it back black, um, if we're lighting it black, black up. up. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lighting it black up. You know, I do think that there are always things that can be done. I do believe that you can there's always an opportunity to learn. That just don't mean that I'm going to teach you all the time. Um, and I do love educating. I just can't keep edu- Like, I'm not explaining to white people no more what white privilege is. Because if you can't find literature on that by now, it's because you don't want to know. Mm. It's like, yeah, and it's like... But we can talk yeah. about topics like this. Yeah. We can talk about more high-level topics, but I'm no longer at that level. I'll pass that off to my good brothers and sisters who want to do that. Mm-hmm. But me, LaPortia, I'm not, I'm not explaining to you what white privilege is anymore. That's just not where I'm at. And my development, because that's holding me back. Yep. 
from being what I can be to other white people who are already like, baby, we got that. We don't read the book White Fragility. Let's get to this real shit. Let's get to this adoption shit. What can I do to change the world with you? How can I stand beside you? Pay me bread to teach you how to raise a kid. Like <laughs> like, pay me good $2,500 a month because I'm charged, I'm taxing y'all because y'all white. I'm getting, bro, I'm getting it back in blood. Where the poo shiesty. Like, we just, <laughs> like, we getting reparations one way or another. It's coming out y'all pockets. Y'all heard it here first. You can't bully us. None of us. So we getting our 40 acres and a mule equivalent. So that's what? 90 acres and a, at least a stallion by now. <laughs> a stallion. I'm going to need a herd. Like, legit, give me my barn, too. Like, yeah, I, want the whole I want the whole thing. <laughs> and that's why I don't get mad. Because it's like, we're literally, like, the N-word, I think, what upsets us is literally, like, it rep it's the literal symbolic representation of our relationship with white people. Like, it's like, y'all have literally, for thousands of years, taken every contribution we've had to science, to literature, to art, to in any capacity or medium you can think of, black people was doing something wavy and saucy and white people just came and made money off of it yeah. and like left us in the dirt. And that's on Henrietta. So it's like, man, that's on a whole lot of it. Like we don't no, know. Like, literally, <laughs> like blacks. we could just name a whole podcast. And so the point of this is not yeah. to say that we hate white people or we dislike. I mean, can I, I can, can I say can I, I say can I say can I say Ava is married to a white man, right? So and like we are Ooh. we bring this energy you feel what i'm saying like like the white people in our lives are so dope it's because different. we be on this real time energy like mm -hmm. yeah you can't take credit for that because you know y'all didn't really invent that right and they'd right. be like god damn what did we do and like the truth of the matter is a lot of humans have contributed a lot of things that's not to say that um anything hasn't been done it's to say that now as we have access to more knowledge mm -hmm. now right we're able to say no 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 y'all don't really do that you stole that like Let's talk about who invented electricity, but y'all don't want to have that story. I know what y'all, I know who y'all think invented electricity, but I would beg no, you to go and do more research. Y'all also think George Washington ain't never told a lie in his yeah, life. Yeah, I think George Washington, what, Jesus. What was that, what was that <laughs> like, like, I remember reading that book, and I was like, why is that a fact that I need to know? You know, why? Can we hear about the slaves and they, the slave children? Like, legit, first money? grade social studies, George Washington never capped. Literally, <laughs> never told a lie. Right, right. Like, no, honest Abe, honest Abe, honest Abe, who was using and black prostitutes in back rooms and having and all types of illegitimate abortions and children around. And it was honest. Who had a, who was possibly mixed? Uh, you know, we. You know, I, I heard Abe was black. I heard yeah, Abe was black. <laughs> we all heard Abe was black. And so you know, but I, I, I say that to say this is not like a we hate thing. It's a no. sometimes no. you just. As we access more knowledge, we realize more and more shit was a lie. More and more shit was hidden. If it wasn't a lie, it was definitely hidden. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's not right or fair to us because now we're growing up and we never knew all of these things because they were never taught in school. We didn't know anything about it. And we're trying to get back our power. That's not to uh, degrade anyone else. It's like, no, we contributed something. It's not just that, you know, it's not as if, we're just entertainers and yes, and we we contributed more. Like no. black people are good at math. I know y'all hear that little saying because of the standardized testing or whatever. Like black people invented math. Bars. Literally the science. You can't be NASA. you can't be bad yeah. at something you invented. And so I I 
beg you all to go and do research on those different things. And I, once again, I say that I, I'm a true believer in strong and together. I really do believe that because I believe that we can all contribute things. It's not like white people have never invented anything. It's just that you can't. <laughs> You right. sister, uh, you just, you know, they just, may have created it, but they may have taken the blueprint. Uh, <laughs> it's just that there are when we when we see where we are right now, and we see where other people are at, and we see that most of it was like a lot of these important things were stolen. Yep. That's not fair. You know what I mean? And we're able, and now we have enough power to come onto a podcast and be like, "Yeah, like we really did a lot of shit, and y'all ain't gonna pretend like we didn't." I really think you saying that is really dope. Cause just saying, just you saying that made me conscious of the fact that this is we're doing something and having conversations and saying stuff about white people that our ancestors that never thought were our was parents. Possible. Yeah, our parents literally would have been like, "Ooh, y'all." You can't say, <laughs> and you gonna put that out there? The white people gonna see you, it. And, like legit. Yeah, and you can't bully me. Um, so and because I know how to do research, because I know how to look at my facts, because I know what the fuck I'm talking about, because I, as I will continue to remind you, I'm working on my third degree and I'm currently trying to do research on what I want my fourth one to be in. Ooh. You cannot, you're not gonna come and say LaPortia hates white people because LaPortia did not say she hates white people. LaPortia loves people who loves learn, who who um, loves doing their own research, mm -hmm. who loves having an open mind. I love all people that are like that. However, what I also tell those people is baby no 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 baby come sit down with me real quick your people didn't admit that yeah i know they told you what yeah i'm no, so sorry no. if you just keep reading this mm -hmm. you're gonna see who really did that people stole patents they're still cells. stealing patents they stole literal cells cells so melanin we ain't gonna talk about they literally stole cells Every, and never paid everything this white people family. try to say hip-hop is that's what they are. Like, we really, like, gangster rap is the song, like, it's the mm -hmm. anthem to Columbus's whole life. <laughs> <laughs> like, killing people. Like, look, Rob Kill Steel. Like, oh my goodness, Christopher Columbus, that's his bars. Y'all done stole his whole flow. Like, bro, that's literally, like, literally for the oh, four, like, for 400 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, for Y'all like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You swagger jacker. Christopher who? Christopher who? No cap. Because I'm just like, bro, like y'all literally be like, oh, black people, black on black crime. Black people wouldn't be killing each other if y'all didn't rap about it. It's like, bro, y'all was li listening to Bach, like, Mo like Mozart, and y'all was out bro, here killing the world. Some of the nursery world. rhymes literally were about death and Like, ring around the rosy, London Bridge is falling down, like all that ashes. is just, oh. Ashes. That shit, it, it all falls like, down. It's legitimately about like even that people crocodile being song was about them throwing oh, little that back crocodile babies song. to Ooh, what's that? Um, two little monkeys sitting in a tree, and Pig. then yeah. and then mm, the, they yeah. fall into the water for a crocodile, and that was about how they used to throw little throw back babies, babies. It, and yeah. that was the nursery rhyme that was developed to show that skill. Y'all see how y'all are, bro? Y'all see how y'all are? And like, the person saying I don't hate black, I hate white people, like her saying I don't hate white people is really. Like, she's doing y'all this, this uh, service. Being pro-black never means you anti-anything else. Because people still get surprised because I am very pro-black. People and they should be, be like, anti-white as a human being. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you, should be, you should be white and anti-white. Because it's like, what no, no. is white? I know white people that are anti-white. Yeah, they should be like... We just, cause they're so they're oh, are, they're yeah. so aware yeah. of and it's shit like, now. They have that same Shout thing. out to Jordan. That's my baby. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan. Like they're just they're so aware. You know what I mean? That they're like I don't. I feel 
I will never know my tr- where I could truly be yeah. because this shit was set up for me to always win. Yeah. I always say, man, to be a white person and to still fail at life, that's bro. You, you going through like, it. Like, like, when you put a white on, person onto game, it's like you took them out the matrix. Like my husband, he's at work and is seeing stuff and he comes home, he's like, babe. Like, you won't believe what happened today. Like, hmm, today this me. man did this to this black woman, and I had to step in, and I had never, I've never seen these things before. He's like, if this would have happened without you and the communication and the openness that we have, he probably would have just glossed over it as like, oh, these are just two people, or yeah. something like that. It's a joke or yeah. whatever, yeah. I am very pro-black, and so when people find out I have a white husband, because I don't lead with that information, because it's not your business. Yeah. But the fact that, you have to understand that being pro-black just means I just want to see black people succeed. I want to see me succeed. I want to see my children succeed. That doesn't mean I don't want your kids to, but your kids need to understand that their success is going to be easier than mine, and they need to know why so that they can fix it. Yeah, and if this is your first time hearing black people talk like that, you know, um, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the dinner table, baby. Anyway, as we wrap this conversation up, it has been great. I'm gonna do a word of words of affirmation. Um, um, words of affirmation. It's okay to be wrong mm. and to learn something new. That's how you get smarter. All right. So always remember, you can't bully me. You can't bully Marty. You can't bully Ava, and they damn sure can't bully you. Thank you so much. For listening today, and we'll see you next time. And that's on Bussy Badass. Bussy. 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 Is you Bussy? Yes, he is. Hey, I hope you see that, Bussy. Right? Like, I hope I hope I catch the wind of, like, the retaliation. Because <laughs> I be in Lil Nas DMs, like, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to collab, bro. Come on, do this Bussy Badass. Because he always be like, bro, straight artists not trying to work with me. I was like, bro, cap. <laughs> like, I DM'd you twice. It's only been two times. I ain't no stand. <laughs>